Let's go, y'all. Let's go, y'all. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Art Conversations. And today we have with us. Hi. Hello, guys. I'm uh, Josiah Chua. Yeah. Uh, I'm a fashion stylist, designer, and uh, but I also dabble a bit in the in the in the arts now. Cool. Wow, he did an auto introduction, which never really happens. Oh. Usually, I have to like prompt people. Uh, See, people who are used okay. to working with the camera are. Good. Not super used, lah. Just, uh, I try. <laughs> good. Thanks for trying. Thank you for trying today. So, actually, I don't know Josiah. Mm. He came with high recommendations from um, a mutual friend. Mm. And uh, so, I decided to reach out to him, and he graciously said yes, because um, I'm trying to find people who are multidimensional to talk to. Meaning like, yes, you are sort of in the arts, but you're mm. not just doing one thing. Mm. Yeah. Also, your your career of choice is not the regular paved road. Mm. It's a bit out of the norm. Right. So do you want to start with like education, your formal education? Yeah. I guess I guess I can start from, um, as, a, as a kid, I really like doing like arts and craft. So I have always been like kind of like a... Someone's supposed to be reading. I my phone. I'm so sorry. Rude. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. okay. okay Continue. Yeah. So always, For more like, education, yes. Yeah, I always like dabble in the arts, right? Mm. Um, so, um, I went to uh, LaSalle College of the Arts. Mm. Uh, I did foundation studies there first. Um, when I applied, I applied for fashion design. But then prior to that, uh, I was also considering whether to do like fine arts or whether to do like uh, communication design. But why I decided to go with fashion is because I think um, after after trying out a few things, uh, fashion is the the one uh, practice right where it kind of combines uh, a lot of like a lot of like arts discipline together. So you have like music, mm. and then you have the whole runway the mm. whole performance, mm. and then you also get to work with models, different mm. personalities. Mm. And then you get to also uh, design and create. So there's a lot of like processes uh, in one singular uh, field. Lah. So I think that really attracted me. That's why I went into fashion. Then uh, how, how did I get into styling is um, because when I was studying uh, in, in school, right? Um, there weren't much like design houses here. Like compared to like say like your Paris, your Milan, anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. So um, there were very little uh, design opportunities here, not not none, but there weren't any that really say caught my eye lah. Mm. Yeah. So um, I went into uh, fashion styling. I was assisting uh, some. Uh, I was assisting a stylist at a magazine. Then uh, it was actually catalog magazine. I don't know if you've heard of it. So uh, it's a it's a free publication where um, I work on uh, different editorials. I did a lot of like product shoots. I did like um, fashion editorials as well. And um, through that, I kind of gain um, my. I kind of learn my and I gain my experience from 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 that particular um, job experience. Mm. And then slowly, slowly, I got more opportunities to work on uh, bigger sets, uh, different brand. Uh, campaigns etc and then that really got my styling career uh, started lah. Mm. Yeah. 
I'm just getting afraid my dog could eat your clothes. That's why I'm looking at. How about school? Because from our mutual, other mutual friend, you mm-hmm. know Singapore is really small, everyone's friends, like it's like 0.6 degree of separation. Mm-hmm. He said you were studying in Tokyo. Oh yeah. So um, after I graduated, I, I graduated from, uh, okay, I did my diploma first. After I finished my diploma, then I need to do NS, right? So NS is like two years. Then uh, during that two years, I did like consider whether I should like Hung, change mm. line or something, mm. you know. But um, somehow I feel that like dabbling in the arts or doing like fashion is still something that I'm quite passionate about. Mm. And there will be no other medium other than arts that I would choose to express myself. Mm. I, I think. So um, I went back and did my degree. After I finished my degree, I wanted to start my own like label. I wanted to do something on my own. And um, I started selling ready to wear uh, clothing, which is not really quite me because I think I'm more like a I create like art pieces mm. in a sense. Uh, and I and I say this because uh, ready to wear is something that uh, is not really in my expertise. Mm. There's a lot of like things that um, you have to consider when you come up with a ready to wear collection. Mm. So I started my own uh, thing for a while before I got the opportunity to study in, in, in Tokyo, in, mm. in Japan. Um, I was studying um, cultural clothing studies. Uh, it's a post-grad course in, uh, in Bunga University, Bunga Gakuen University. So it's smack in the middle of uh, Shinjuku. Yeah, that's where... Um, okay, the reason why I, I chose Japan is because I was actually contemplating to go to London. Because London is like the town, right? Where mm. everybody wants to go and pursue fashion. Of mm. course, there's also other cities. But I think among all the main capital, like fashion capitals, I think London spoke to me the most. Mm. But when I... So I wanted to go there for a holiday. Like a month, a month after NS. Like I wanted yeah. to like yeah. test out how it did like. I didn't really quite like London. Because mm. London is quite gloomy. Mm. And I'm quite... a. Uh, I need like the surrounding to stimulate me, mm. and Tokyo did that for me. Mm. So, uh, when Tokyo offered like this course there, right, I was, I immediately knew that that was the place I wanted to go to. Mm. Then the next thing is the language, right? Yeah. So prior to that, I was studying Japanese already, but I wasn't fluent. But because of this opportunity, I went to like brush up my Japanese. Mm. Still not good enough when I went there, so I had mm. to pick up most of, uh most of the language there. Mm. Can you still speak it? Conversational, like, mm. how's your day, where you're going, mm. um, social, okay. But if you want me to have, like, a political debate over something, I cannot. <laughs> I can't even do that in English. <laughs> I can't even, like, I can't, lah. I just cannot, I just mm. cannot, lah. So, um, when, but thankfully, I, I submitted my thesis in English. So then, I, if, I, if I were to submit in Japanese, I probably would have flunked. Mm. But uh, thankfully, I did my thesis in English, and then I did a collection to graduate. Mm. Yeah. Tokyo was uh, an exciting place. La. I mean, I'm sure you've been there before. Mm. It, has, it has a lot to offer visually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fashion there is um, truly unique to its city. And uh, there's really, really a lot to be for you to be stimulated, like visually. Mm. Yeah, so that's why it became like a, a natural choice for me. Mm. Yeah. And then after that, you came back. Ooh, sorry, I stabbed my dog. Um, <laughs> after that, you came back. Mm. And that's when you were talking about all the other stuff, like the magazine you worked for. Mm. Was that after or? That was before, actually. Before? Yeah, so 
before going, I was already working. Okay, and then after NS? After NS, went to Japan. Yeah, and came back. After NS, I went to La Salle to finish my degree. Mm. Went to Japan, came back. Then, because uh, coming, okay, I was also, a lot of my friends are saying, why don't you pursue a career there since you're there already? I think it's very easy to say, uh, why don't you stay and look for a job? Like, who, who, who don't want, right? But I think the other thing for me is that when you choose to to spend like probably the rest of your life in a city that is that you don't you didn't grow up in, you have to consider a lot of factors. You mm. don't have like the support that you have back home. Yeah. You don't have any uh, network. No one knows who you are. You have no childhood friends or family, mm-hmm. which means that whether you are emotionally down, mentally drained, or mm. financially in a rut, you have no one to really support you. So mm-hmm. I think with all these factors, right, I think it kind of pushed me to come back home. Mm. But apart from that, I also feel that uh, it's not super easy to pursue a career in Japan mm. because I think they do have their difficulties and mm. challenges. Mm. And I would say that um, at that point of time in my life, coming back was a, a choice mm. after much consideration. Mm. Yeah. And then fast forward to today, where you're doing styling and are you still making your own pieces? Yeah, actually I'm still like creating pieces. So um, when after I came back, there were opportunities to work with uh, different uh, brands and also uh, establishment. There was, um, I did like an exhibition with Singapore Tourism Board. It's a fashion make possible project. The entire, um, the entire exhibition is called Singapore Inside Out. So the interesting thing is, Singapore Inside Out, they travel to different countries, they bring a few artists over, and then uh, they showcase uh, Singaporean um, artists' um, artworks and creations, la, whether mm. it's performing arts, music, visual arts, or even fashion. But the city that they brought me to right, was Tokyo. Mm. So in a way, in a way it, it went full circle. Yeah. I went to Japan and studied, then I came back, then I continued to pursue fashion, and they bring me back to the city. Yeah, yeah. I, I got reconnected. La. I said I I didn't live I didn't how to say I didn't live for a very long time before they brought me back so mm. it was still like a bit of a, like second home I, although I didn't spend long enough to call it my home but mm. then uh it still felt like home mm. yeah yeah so it was very nice so mm. then I also did like uh some uh personal like works that I created on the on the side like a uh, past collection that I've kept also through the years mm. and um. But because like styling is kind of like my main bread and butter, right? Mm. So there's a lot of um, client and commercial work blah, that I'm dabbling in, like working in now compared mm. to my own personal work, which I feel that I've neglected. So mm. I think it would be nice. If I can it's hard to find the balance sometimes, I, know, I feel. I it's really, really hard. Cause like, it is. Lah, yeah. I think as creatives, you, you struggle because you have to pay the bills, mm. right? And then at the same time, when you're good at what you do, obviously you become more sought after, mm. right? So then you get more jobs. Then you cannot complain you get more jobs, but then at the same time, you can't feed your yeah. soul. But the thing is that I'm, I'm grateful for the, the the jobs that come my way. I'm truly, yeah. truly grateful. Mm. And at the same time, um, I don't want to abandon myself also. La. Mm. But then, like you said, you have to really, it's hard to find and strike that balance, right? Mm. Whenever opportunities are, uh, okay, I believe that opportunities will always come as long as you are doing well mm. in terms of your craft. Mm-hmm. So I'm not afraid that I will not have opportunities. But the thing is, every opportunity that comes my way is an exciting one. So mm. it's so hard to turn down mm. things and 
do your own stuff. You know? mm. Of all so, the okay, of all the, the the kind of styling that do you do, right? Which type is your favorite? Which type? Uh? Okay, because I mean, you know, there's print, there's yeah, like TVC, there's all kinds, yeah. right? I've done like I've done like editorials, I've done like TVC, I've done commercials. Everyone has their own challenges. I mm. would I cannot say which one is my like preferred or favorite. I feel that it has to be. I feel that my my more often than not, right? When I feel that that particular job or or type of uh, work is my favorite, is when the team and the crew's energy is mm. like yeah. like yeah, like I feel what you mean. Yeah. Like you can we can be shooting like some lame lame yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, or I it can be like a passion mean. project, or it can even be like a a product that doesn't res- doesn't resonate with anybody. But because the team is so. The energy is so great, right? Mm. That it makes the job the best job. Yes, I mind. know what you mean. Because yeah. you can have one one bad uh, energy person yeah. and it kind of ruins the entire so set. So I cannot really say. It could be like, oh, this is my favorite brand, but the energy on set is not great. Mm, you know? Correct. Or, yes, or, yes. Or, or this is a great like, opportunity, but say the the people are not that great. Mm, so I think mm. I think a, a good job will have to come with a good team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fully agree. Yeah. And you brought a few pieces for us today. I did. Uh, Do you want to show? Yeah. Show and tell. Show and tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have okay. two models sitting in the back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they can. Anyway, this is like, this is like my first like diploma graduation like piece. Mm. When was this? What year is this? This is like freaking 2007. It looks so oh. new. It looks really? so... Yeah. You Actually, kept so it very like, well. It's like a sports material. I think, yeah, then, yeah. I think back then, right, there were a lot of like designers who were creating like a bit of like sporty kind of... Mm. Kind of like... 2007? Aesthetic. Yeah, like 2007. You can go and climb mountain with this because yeah. it has a backpack like a inside. Please. Bag. Yeah. But then it's like wool, wooly. Now, so you probably like sweat to death. So you cut and sew yourself? Yes. Everything. Sold, everything. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I, I still remember I went to Hong Kong to buy the fabric, you know. Because <laughs> they don't have it here. They don't no no, it's not that they don't they don't have it. I think that back then we had a, like a like a school trip. Yeah. So all of us were hit up like Hong Kong. There's a famous like there's a popular street lah, like some suipo mm. where it's uh it's just sh- rows of shop houses selling like fabrics. Mm. Yeah. So you go there and then you pick your fabric and then you carry them on hand, carry them back. Oh. Cool. Yeah, it's very heavy, uh. yeah. No lah, it's okay lah. Yeah. See. Yeah. So that's like a. I don't think we're showcasing it very well, to be honest with you. Right. We're just holding it up like this. Then so it has this like strappy. It kind of re- kind of reminds me of like the the era of punk where they you know what I mean they put in yeah. these straps and the buckles. Yeah. I just I I think at that point of time like knitwear was I don't know like was trending. Are you familiar it. with the seditionaries? Okay, so the Sex and the Seditionaries, right, is basically Malcolm McLaren and Vivian mm. Westwood. When they were together, mm. they came out with this brand called Sex. The shop is called mm. Sex. And then the brand of tea clothing is called the Seditionaries. Uh. And, and, and Malcolm McLaren is the lead singer of Sex Pistols. So he would, he would wear it, his teammates, the bandmates would wear it. And then soon enough, all the cool people wanted to wear it. And it was really like driven by anarchy and, and punks and, and mm. just rebels. I was, I and it was, kind of reminds me of that kind of like. Actually, vibe. like I was like really inspired by like the idea of like rebellion. Mm. Um, but then like my way of rebellion is a bit like a. You uh, can put it down now, sir. Mm. Yeah, actually, I wanted to have it lead to the next. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, tell the so, story. Tell the so, story. So actually, like, 
um, after, after, so that was my diploma. <laughs> Sorry, was, put it on the floor. No, no, that was my <laughs> diploma piece, right? Yeah. So, I'm going to have one. So, yeah. so that was my diploma piece, right? So mm. then, like, leading on, I think the, the, the spirit that kind of, like, spilled over was, like, that desire to be heard, the desire to mm. kind of rebel a bit, right? Mm. So, but of course, there's, like, your, 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 your punk street mm. aesthetic. But the way I, I do it is a bit like a, like a psychedelic, like, Mm, thing. Mm. So I was like influenced and inspired by Egyptians. Let me help you hold. Okay, no, very strong. Eh, yeah, hey, I work by... out one, no? Okay, can, can. You can either. Okay, so then it's like inspired by Egyptians and at the same time also inspired by like Japanese like street, so it, street there's fashion. Two... So there's this, so actually it's a skirt. Okay, okay. I, ho- I hold this, I hold this. Mm. Yeah, so then there's this, there's this skirt. So it's actually part of how you cut and sew this? So crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah, I still remember that time I, when I was cutting it, my hand was very like... Because wow, it's so thick, right? Very tired, man. Mm. So then there's also bleaching involved this, in this thing. Like, it's made of Oh, you like, bleach yourself? Yeah, so. I bleach myself. So I put like... So basically every piece is really handmade. Yeah, mm. yeah hand cut. Like I could totally be hiding a love message somewhere there. Mm. Or like, yeah. Or like, you know, that's what I do. So I do interior design, right? Uh-huh. Then when the walls are going up, right? I'll the write right a message name. and then it's like in there forever. Okay, so people who look for your... <laughs> but it's in the wall. It's in the wall. <laughs> behind the partition. In between. Yeah, maybe I can put like a, like a, like a secret signature or like a little bugle somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they won't so, know. So this, uh, this is a skirt. Like. Actually, this is the only look I'm left with out of a six full look collection. Yeah. Yeah. They were either sold or... Uh, How do you sell? So, okay, so the thing is, after I graduated, I went to Japan with this collection, hoping that I can find a, a shop there to stock my things. Uh, and I found a, I found a, a shop that, mm. was, that, was, that stocked Would you call thing. it luck or was it just like determination? Did you have to go like door to door and... Actually, to be honest, when I was going to Japan, right, I really didn't know what I, what kind of like opportunities I would land myself in. Mm. I was just hopeful. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I think I'm very blessed because mm. like a um, friend knew a friend and they recommended me to a shop owner. And then uh, shortly after, I got like, I got really great opportunities la, to, mm. to work with like a few industries who's like really amazing. Mm. Yeah, so uh, this, this, this particular collection, right, it's a mm. six six looks collection. Mm. So we, I stock most of it in a, in a shop. Like mm. it's like an underground shop in Harajuku called uh, Dog. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the pieces were sold there. Mm. So very happy. That must feel so nice, right? Because like when I, before I went to Japan, right, yeah, my inspiration was, was 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 Japanese yeah. Japanese fashion. Yeah. And um I don't know, like a bit of my own like input la. And then so it's really nice to be like to have it like picked up in the city that you are inspired. Yeah, of in. course. Yeah. So I can't believe like how do you keep these? I have to I like how do you put it? The, where do you put it to keep it? Like you know, like I put intact. this in a box actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's like you know how when they ship out samples of, yeah. of clothing, yeah. they either put it on a rack and then they they roll it. Yes. I don't know. Or they probably have to pack it and then um in a in a plastic. But this one is like it's like a like a huge FedEx box and then on top there's a oh the the yeah, yeah for people moving yeah. between country one right. So I think okay, there's okay, this okay. there's this like yeah yeah, yeah. So I put that on over there. Oh. I, I kept all the. For that particular so collection. So cute. What is this? This is, these are sleeves actually. I know, but like you cut also la. Cut also la. Then I make and then I put it inside mm. here. So then these are like all the experiments. Thanks for using we... my leg. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't even ask for permission. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> 
Okay, yeah. So then I was saying like Japanese street style. Right? So mm. there's a lot of reference and then um, a lot of like experimentations, mm. like Egyptian stuff. And mm. then, I, I don't know, I was like just in the in that, in that, in that phase. Mm. So a lot of like bleaching, top stitching, mm. and a lot of denim. I think because uh, I find... I find very comfortable working with them. Mm. These are really nice. Yeah, these are just experimentations that they didn't really make it. I mm. just I just documented them. So I feel like the, the Egyptian kind of aesthetic with a bit of like Japanese streetwear, but I needed some reference for silhouette. So I actually referenced the conquistadors, mm. which which have like the more traveller kind of big puffs. How are you going to photograph this later? It's really difficult. There's so many pages. Oh, never mind. You can just uh, see whichever... Leave it here. Oh god. This is like yeah, this is the freaking huge sleeve. Lah. This is like a mega puff sleeve. Lah. You can put it on your I got allergies. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, it is quite nice. You can <laughs> Looks like a like a truffle mushroom. Hmm. So this uh the inside out you mean? Yes, inside okay. out. So this is like um it's actually titled Hikari. Hikari is like uh, light actually in Japanese. Mm. Uh, why? Because um, I think there's this um, beauty in in playing with light and controlling light. Mm. And I wanted to play God la, by creating a garment. Mm. So I instead of using instead of using uh, this is really crazy. Yeah, instead of making the details is so intricate. Like cloth? Is it cloth? No. This is actually film. Mm. So where I found this is actually uh, it's called radiant light film. It's actually used for interior. For mm. windows, mm. so it has it creates this nice iridescent mm. window panels. Mm. But I decided to use it to make like origami pieces out of this. Very pretty. Uh, okay, so this one right. Always oh, you already brought it. The last, the last one right. Okay, sorry, I borrowed it again. Naba, natsuba. Okay, so this is like this is diploma. That I thought was, this was a penis. That was degree. Oh, that's a that's still be a huge penis. Like it, yeah, you, later you go to my toilet. You know what I mean. <sighs> okay. There's a huge penis inside. I need to see that. Yes. Okay, so these are all like again. Oh, uh, this is that piece. Right. So hey, I is, want to take a picture of this to yes, go with that. Yeah. Okay. So then it's like inspired by a bit of like that clinical. Hey, now very uh trending. Really? Mask, ma. Uh -huh. You should bring ahead, it back out I was now. Ahead, I was ahead. ahead of time. Yeah. So then uh the colours are all inspired. Can you all see it? Like the mask stuff. The inspiration for that piece. Okay. Yeah. So then it's all this. Mm. These are all like sketches. Mm. Then we have did like, you sketch it? Yeah, I did. I did. No way! Yeah, just like... I can't do that. You should see my drawing. No, like you, 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 no you need to practice lah. I cannot. That was really fun. That was, I, did, you, did you feel like it was a trip down memory lane? Because you, like, as you're talking Always, about uh, it, you can, your, yes, your memories yeah. will... Of course. Right? Of course, yeah. Okay, so, so now that you've built this career, right, mm. um, in styling, and as you mentioned, like for you, it's teamwork, which is what I always say also actually. Mm. It, without the, a team, you're, as a one man, you're not like the olden days and you can build a house by yourself, whatever. Mm. Like, it's really not like that when you work now. If you don't have the ideal team, if everybody doesn't have the same vision, then you might as well just like, I don't know, don't work. Lah. I mean, don't right. start anything. Just right. like, I don't know. It's really, really hard. So the mm. teamwork is... My of dogs course. want to be part of this team. Teamwork is really the dream now. So I, I fully agree with you on that front. But at the same time, like, what keeps you going then? Mm. You know, like, as a creative what myself, right, I feel like what, what sometimes, like, I feel tired about, right, is being pulled apart in so many places. 
you're constantly trying to come up with ideas because every project is different, right? So therefore, like, my take is I want to try and be different each time. I don't want to use the same, mm. you know, uh, method as I did last time. And then sometimes, mm. like, when it's a back-to-back-to-back projects, right, I get very, very, very burnt out mm. in terms of inspiration. Of course. I think, I think for me is that my way of working is very spontaneous. Mm. Like, um, I, I, I only realised, like, um, how different I am to different uh, creatives, right? Because different people, they operate differently. Some okay. needs, needs uh, some kind of like system to mm. kind of guide them. Some are a little bit more like free flow. So mm. for me, right, I'm a bit more of like that free flow person. Mm. So even when I design, right, I actually prefer to experiment with the material first. Mm. I, don't, I don't really do sketches. Mm. So all the sketches you see, right, some are either just like uh, experimentations if not right, they are actually sketches of things that I've already so called designed and made. Mm. Yeah. Come with me. He wants to fuck. be part of this. He's very needy. Yeah. Anyway. So, so then, um, yeah, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> it's about inspiration. Inspiration. Mm. Okay, so like, where do I get inspiration from? Mm. Uh, it can because be... you have such short notice in between projects, right? Okay, yes. Okay, this one I can answer you. Because, right, um, we, we consume things all the time, right? Mm. So we watch TV, we read magazines, we uh, look at Instagram, we, we scroll like social media and everything. So we are constantly like absorbing things. So mm. I, I, I told a friend before, like we are basically just digesting mm. ideas. Mm. And um, we when we do like certain works, right? We kind of just subconsciously know like a vision that we want, but that's also because of the things we consume. Mm. So that is that comes very naturally to you. Like, the things you consume might be very different from me. Mm. But, um, when it comes to inspiration, it's always something that you've seen before. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I think, I think, it's good to see more. It's good to kind of look at more so that, um, your pool of inspiration is not dry. Mm. Basically, you have to keep filling it with water. Mm. And the water will come from the things you, you absorb la, in your mm. life. La. It, it, can be, it doesn't have to be art, you know, it can be anything, it can be like film, it can be a scenery, it can be a trip to say, I don't know, botanical gardens, mm. and things that you see can uh, inform your inspiration. Mm. And I think another thing that really inspired me is conversations. Mm, mm, mm. That's why I was very happy to do this, because mm. um, the one thing that I really truly enjoy uh, in my job, right, is the people I get to meet. Mm. Because every job is so different, I get to hear stories from different people, mm. not just like creative directors, not just directors or producers mm. or even photographers, makeup artists. You get to meet the talents and sometimes mm. they are just real people mm. and they have very real... I mean, they are all real people. I mean, they are all real people. Unless you now Sorry, you already started what, working with uh, no, I mean, VR models. I mean, I mean, what, I, what I meant by real people is that they are your everyday, mm, mm. everyday. They, um, like they're humble and they're down to earth yeah, and they, they're real. They, they have like, they have their, they face difficulties like mm. me and you and they they go through things in, in life that can help me la, in my growth as a person. Mm. Not just creative, creatively. Yeah, yeah. I think in terms of the decisions that I made in life and how I can better my craft, I think these are very valuable. Mm. So I think they inspire me a lot. Mm. Yeah. I also agree. That's why I keep doing these mm. conversations because I have found that like in trying to help other people with these conversations, you, you know there's osmosis happening. Mm. That's why I'm very picky about the people I choose to interview because I need them to have a certain energy. Mm. Like if you're you're just like depressed and negative and wanting to bring other people down, I think mm. it's it comes through. Mm. You can yeah. feel it 
yeah. if you sit beside someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yourself today, you're genuinely like sharing your ideas, mm-hmm. genuinely sharing your, your path. And then I, people can feel it too. Mm-hmm. And when you leave, some a bit of you is left with me. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah, I truly believe. So. Mm, yeah. It's osmosis. And and whatever you explained earlier, right, I also agree because it's actually what I tell her all the time too. Her being not a fictitious person like that person there. <laughs> um, there's this thing, you know the colour wheel, right? Yes. As designers, we always use the colour yes. wheel, right? Mm. So the colour wheel is invented by Isaac Newton. Mm. And he associated each colour with a musical note. Mm. So he used like I don't know, like it was a prism or something to like diffract light. And then mm. because of that, he actually came up with the color wheel. Mm. With So it's sunlight, then color wheel, and color wheel, each color has a musical note. So to me, it's beautiful because I love the sun. I like, as in, not that I love the heat a lot, but you know, mm. like, I love being in daylight. I love music and I love color. And these things are intrinsic to each other. Mm. And I feel like, Every one of us, anybody on earth, I don't care how evil you are, how whatever kind of person you are, and you may hate me or whatever, as long as you're human, you need sunlight, right? All of us do, no, we die. Mm. Everybody loves any color, one color. Even if you tell me you love black, it's still, you know, a shade, mm. right? And everybody needs, like, some kind of music. Right. If you don't like any of the above, or something's wrong with you, you need to seek help. <laughs> you know, like, get, have, you, yeah, have you met someone who doesn't like color music or sunlight? Uh, they would at least like one of them. Yeah, at least yeah. one of the above. So I feel yeah. like that's also humanity love for me. Like the bigger picture to step far away to look mm. at it, right? This one human being, Isaac Newton, <laughs> created this beautiful thing that, I mean, he's not an artist, you know, but mm. he managed to make this color wheel that all of us now use. You have to use it one way or another. But if I'm using it for interior design or mm. like creating a set or like designing anything, yeah. It's like, oh, which colour matches, which one doesn't match and stuff. So I think it's really beautiful. So whatever you're saying, like, makes sense to me because I gain inspiration through anything, as you said. It could mm. be something I see on Instagram. It could be maybe my wall is peeling, the wallpaper is coming maybe. off and that shape is nice, yeah. you know, like uh, there's eroding paint right. on the wall and that's also beautiful, the deconstructivism of it. I think I think, I think, think what is like to add on that particular, like the peeling of the wall and everything, mm. so, it's like so everyday, right? Like mm. why would you take inspiration from something like that? But mm. pres- that, that's precisely why because like you are constantly living and you should constantly be open mm. to to things that can speak out to you. I Observe. Feel that, and observe. Mm, I feel that really if you are very things. close, right, or narrow-minded, right, you, I think more often than not, you find it very, very hard. To, and boring. Yes. Or and, expected. Yeah, so a lot of yeah. people tell me, like, this is boring, that boring life is boring, right? It's not boring, yeah. right, to so, me. It's so how you perceive be, it. Just be open. Allow mm. things to speak to you. Mm. And you just never know. Yeah. Mm. Where am I take you? Manifesting. Yeah. Mm. How do people reach out to you to find you for work now, then? Uh, I think social media plays a very great part mm. because like it's it's so accessible mm. and it's like the immediate like platform for you to really view everything about a person. Mm. But Not that, really. Mm. But everything of what that person correct, curious. chooses to yes. review. So I was, uh, yeah. yeah, so so that No, for you, yes, because your portfolio is there. Mm. That's your portfolio now. Whereas last time there was no access. Yeah. Like if you wanted to find a stylist, it would be like word of mouth or like what the old people, yeah, yeah, like the older true, generation yeah. people do, right? But you don't have this access to this plethora right. of portfolios Correct. now. You want photographer, videographer, you just go and search, right? Correct. And it's, so on. it's more accessible. La. So it's definitely like um, of great help in terms mm. of like career building. Mm. And sometimes like like you say, word of mouth is like the um, another most immediate 
mm. that compared to like Instagram. Mm. Yeah. What do you have advice for anyone starting on this path, this mm. narrow road? Actually, I think that you should, anyone who wants to pursue uh, a career, say in styling or fashion, I think uh, it's very easy to get lost in the midst of it. Hmm. I think I think, I think you have to expound on that. Correct. And I think when you, you say get lost, okay. what do you mean? I think in get lost, the fame, I think, in the money, in the exposure to the people that you see, or you know, thinking that you're all that. Or I feel that get lost meaning you, the initial love and passion, hmm. the genuine uh, enjoyment of fashion. Why you itself, started doing whatever you do. might be lost along the way. Hmm. And I know that it's 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 um it's very easy for me to. To, to say, to, you know, to hold on to all these kind of things. But it's true that when you progress in, in your... <laughs> when you progress in, in terms of your career, right, you get very distracted by a lot mm. of things. Whether, yeah. whether it's um, opportunities or, like you say, like fame and... Um, how to say? Like uh, recognition. Things like that, they don't last. Mm. But I think, I think when you... When you truly enjoying what you're doing, right? That's that's what's going to make your career and your what you're doing um, has more longevity. Mm, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because if not, you were, you were, you don't know, you, you lose yourself and you don't yeah. know why you're doing what you're doing. It becomes a bit autopilot. I almost want to read M&M song, but then I oh. stop myself. <laughs> Continue. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, okay, my advice would be like, stay genuine, at the same time, learn to have fun mm. uh, while you're at it and be open to opportunities. Mm. Yeah. I think not just yeah. open to opportunities, but basically new information. I think that the path is always to be learning. Mm. Because once you feel like there's nothing for you to learn, then there's really nothing for you to learn. Mm. But at any stage of a, your career, I feel like there's something that you cannot know everything about. Take for yeah. example, like if I do photography for mm. 13 years, right? Mm. But I may use a Canon and not know how to use an icon. And maybe the icon is better for a certain type of photography and then mm-hmm. and somebody wants to teach you and then yeah. you say, no, 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 I've been doing it for 13 years, I can do better. Like that's right, when right, you right. shut off, I think, right, information. Right, right. And I think a lot of people that I've met are like that. Because mm. sometimes I'm a person who loves sharing knowledge. Mm. And because I, I, I know for a fact, because what you said earlier, right, makes sense. Because when you meet people in conversations, all that it really helps, right? I used mm. to have a cafe and I work service then that's where I learned how to really talk to people and it really taught me so much about people and humanity in general but sometimes I feel like the people who are too guarded meaning that they think that you're trying to prove something by sharing information but really I'm not I'm really the person who likes sharing information because I like learning information too so more often than not like if I mean I don't know if it's a Singaporean thing but the people that I meet and are Singaporean a lot of times they're like no no don't I know or like you know they have this thing where like they kind of brush you off right I think we're talking about like how you get lost in the yeah like, yeah like. so yeah. if you are not open no no you're saying the advice like being open to correct learning new things mm. yeah and that's what I was trying to explain now. Mm. like it is a lifelong journey in learning even if when I'm 70 I, I believe that I'll have something to learn in let's say photography that I've been doing for the, by then maybe 50 years mm. there's always something to learn different aspect or yeah. something there's new technology Actually, right. up to today, right, although I've like, worked for so long, so many years, actually every set that I go to or every time I, I, I work with a new team, or it's, there's always something new to learn. Mm. I, I cannot be ready enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you, agree. You can never be like, oh, what? I can take the day any day. Mm. There's always something that, that you will have to learn from. Something will mess up. 
Correct. Something and then will you learn to do it better arise. the next yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. agree. You just got to be prepared for that. Like. No matter how prepared you are on set, you're not really prepared. You can never be prepared. ever yeah. prepared. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I agree. Yeah. So I think you shouldn't go in with the mindset thinking, I, I got everything under my belt. But mm. yeah. Mm. All right. That's all for me. Anything to add for you? Mm. No, I think that's, that's all. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.